0: I'm your host, Liana Pavane, founder of TTYL, human connection advocate, certified life coach, and most importantly, a human that's just trying to figure it out. I'm your unapologetic 20-something native New Yorker, advocating self-ships. Yes, I'm in a relationship with myself while navigating the dating world. I'm on a mission to break down dating stigmas in our society and to stop ghosting. I started this podcast after my ex broke up with me over the phone. I know, at least it wasn't a post-it, and I realized that our dating etiquette was severely lacking due to technology. Each week, I invite guests onto the podcast from all walks of life to discuss their first date horror stories and best dates. Because let's be honest, we don't focus on the positives enough when it comes to dating. The best part about this podcast is that after each episode, I've walked away feeling more confident about myself and my relationships, so whether or not you're single, in a relationship, Or find yourself in a situationship, I welcome you to get comfy as I dive into the uncomfy, so we can normalize it together. Jitters, on your first date, not in your coffee. I am so excited to partner with Jibby Coffee, a lifestyle and wellness brand that crafts functional coffee for the balance-seeking consumer. They crafted a CBD-infused Colombian cold brew to help people focus throughout the day without the jitters or crash. Dairy-free, gluten-free, vegan, no added sugar, and no compromises, made in the US and 100% recyclable. In addition to the fact that this coffee is focus and clarity boosting, 1% of every Jibby order goes to a high-impact nonprofit at no added cost to you. You can even track your impact directly through their partners, Charity Water, Food for Farmers, and Cannabis for Conservation. Use code Ghost 15 for 15% off. That's Ghost 15 for 15% off on both subscription and one-time purchases. Available at jivycoffee.com for free shipping nationwide. Hey guys! How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Ghosts of Dates Past. I'm super excited about today's episode. I'm here with Matt from 50 Dates, 50 States, who is going for season two in summer 2022. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm glad we could we could chat and and I could hop on the pod to to talk about all my fun adventures or questions and all that stuff. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. And obviously, Matt has a lot of experience on first dates, which is something that we talk about on the podcast. So let's dive in and tell everyone your first date horror story.
1: My first date horror story. You know, it's funny because before I went and traveled to all 50 states and went on a date with a different girl from every state, I think I had been on maybe like three or four total dates before that. And so I like didn't really have like a whole lot of crazy first date or dating experiences before that. I remember one, this isn't like too crazy of a horror story, but I remember one, it was like one of my first dates. It might have been my first or second one ever, not in 50 dates, 50 states, but just outside of it before I started it. And I remember me and the girl, we both felt like you could tell there was like this nervous boundary a little bit in the air. And I'm not like a nervous person, but I don't know, maybe I'm just inexperienced with it. And I think I asked, I think I just didn't stop talking during the date. And I think I just kept asking questions. And I didn't think I was like self-aware enough of that at the point. Because then at the end of her meal, like she had ordered like this big chicken, grilled chicken, like Caesar salad. And she had like two bites of it. And when the waiter came over and said, like, oh, do you need a box or anything? She said no. And and that I was like, what do you – I was, like, in college at the time. And I was like, that's leftovers. That's leftovers for, like, at least a day or two. I I didn't say that. But I was just thinking, and she's like, no. And then I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, why? Why didn't she – why didn't she eat any of that? And then I was thinking, I was like, it was probably because I was talking the whole time. And she was like trying to like, or I was asking her questions the whole time. So she probably didn't have a chance to like barely eat. I'm like, wow, I'm an absolute idiot. And then at the end of the date, I remember she goes, I like hugged her goodbye. And I was like, oh, this was fun or whatever. And I'm like walking away. And then she goes, cause we had matched on Tinder. That's how we like, that's how we got to know each other. And she goes, she goes, oh, well, like, don't you want my number or something? And I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess I should probably ask for that." <laughs> and so I just, I just kind of rolled with it. I was like, oh, "Okay." And then I got her number, and and then I never hung out with her ever again. But <laughs> which, which I feel kind of bad for. But like, just didn't click. But it was just a weird. That's like the weird, awkward first date. Like that's probably the worst I've ever got. And that's not that bad, you know.
0: <laughs> that's not that bad, but it's funny yeah. because. We've had a couple people come on and say that they were the horror part of the story. So Uh I really like that you brought that energy to this story as well. And yeah, I think it's interesting because I usually show up when there's food pretty hungry myself. So if people are talking too much, I get really upset that I can't really eat my food. And especially if I'm sharing with people, the thing that's like in the forefront of my mind is like, please make sure that you don't take... More than your half, like I better get half of that. That half has Liana's name all over it, so you better <laughs> not touch that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like grabbing all the food because you know priorities.
1: <laughs> right, right, yeah, Abso- absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent, yeah. It just it's so it was so weird. I don't know. I I'm glad that was like the worst it's ever got for me. I've never had like one of the crazy ones of like someone sneaking out of a bathroom window or them keying my car or anything like that thank goodness you know
0: oh yeah yeah oh my god I hope never knock on wood (laughs) yeah so you had mentioned that you hadn't really gone on many dates before this and Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you didn't really have a relationship either or maybe have never
1: yep yep no I've never I've never had a girlfriend no
0: wow so what was the inspiration behind 50 dates 50 states
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's super weird taking that perspective on it, like this guy who's never gone on like a whole lot of dates or ever had a girlfriend. And I mean, like I've hung out with girls left and right, like in different friend groups or like I've hung out with girls one on one, but I would never like deem them or label it a date, you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, this this idea, it's it all kind of blossomed in my head by uh, when quarantine first hit and everyone was at home with covid and everything and like no one really knew what covid was I, and everybody was shut in i hopped on tinder and it said you could place your location anywhere in the us for free and so like immediately when i saw that notification it was so weird just like a light bulb went off in my head and i was like what if i tried to get a match with a girl in every state And then what if, and now that Zoom's on the rise and everything's turning virtual, what if I tried to go on a virtual date with a girl in each state? And so then I went on a virtual date with a girl in each state and I just kind of like got to the drawing board and how I was going to do it, setting up Zoom calls, getting matches. And then it just kind of snowballed into what it is now with me traveling everywhere and recruiting dates and all that stuff.
0: That's so awesome. So did you have a goal in mind when you kind of set up on this adventure? Was it to become better at dates or... Was there anything that you thought about?
1: Yeah, you know, like a lot of people like to ask, you know, if if I was trying to like find the one along this whole journey and things like that. And I never really labeled it that way. Like uh, at first, when I was doing them virtually, I wanted to try and finish the virtual dates. My goal was to finish them before like quarantine had ended and things opened back up. And then and then my overall goal of just this whole thing of fifty dates to fifty dates was really just to like honestly kind of put some put people in the spotlight a little bit that like is not just myself uh, you know I've obviously been put in the spotlight a little bit with TikTok and things like that and in, in news coverage and media and whatnot here and there but like I think it's cool if I'm able to match and meet with a girl that maybe isn't that active on social media or you know is in a small town in Iowa or wherever you know that people might not hear about that much and then you know put her in the limelight a little bit be like oh that's really cool or, oh she's really nice So she's unique so I think that's kind of my driving force and goal is just highlight some of these unique people and places around the U.S. that we might not hear about all the time
0: mm, I really love that I think that's yeah that's a really poignant mission and and goal for this journey that you're on and so mm-hmm. you went on virtual dates with everyone and then you set up in-person ones
1: yep yep I went on yep finished all the ones virtually and then I decided that I wanted to go meet all the dates that I met virtually in person. And so, yeah, same same girls. And I think out of the all 50, I think there was about a dozen of them that I had to get new dates for because they either got boyfriends or like scheduling didn't work out or like COVID and things like that. So I had to get new dates, but that's not not too bad. I saw about 38 originals from the virtual ones.
0: Wow. Yeah. So you make sure that no one is in a relationship prior to the dates.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That would probably be weird. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yes. And it's funny because when I like tried to get a new date for a certain state, sometimes girls would like, you know, DM me or, or whatever, like wanting to be the date. And then I'd be like, okay, like, you know, you seem like you'd be a good fit. And then all of a sudden they would like message me back. This happened twice. They messaged me back and they were like, Oh, to be honest, like, I have a guy, but I just wanted to see if you would have chose me. I'm like, nice. (laughs) Nice. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. People can just be so low. They just want the spotlight, you know?
1: (laughs) They do. They want that. They want that satisfaction of like being picked, I guess.
0: Or they just all were like, Matt is the one. I should just, (laughs) just got to meet this guy. He seems like he really knows how to take a girl out.
1: Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I hope that's the case.
0: <laughs> so when you were searching for people, I guess, either originally, or when you had to find new people, and maybe on this new round that you're doing, were there any qualifications? Or are there any qualifications that you look for?
1: Uh, No, you know, I really try to find people that I think would just like, because I mean, when I would try to recruit someone on the road and everything for a new date, you know, I'd get tons and tons and tons of comments and messages and dms and stuff and i think for me i just look for someone who i think based on their i do i obviously creep a little bit on social media to like see before i throw yeah, something in yeah exactly and so i and so i try to like see if they're like outgoing through their pictures or they seem like they got good energy and they're bubbly stuff like that and i mean obviously like i want to be attracted to them because i wouldn't want to go on a date with someone that you know you just don't find that attraction with, right? But but I think for me, a biggest thing is really just making sure they have like that bubbly outgoing. And it, it kind of depends on how they message me too. If there's a really, really cute gal and she messages me and she's like, hey, I want to be a date. But then there's a gal who's maybe like not as cute, but she messages me like a really fun, like pickup line or a quirky way of sliding the DMs or like throws a really good date idea out there. i way rather like, approach that one than the girl who's you know a 10 out of 10 but you know has the personality of a breadstick
0: uh, <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. yeah I think yeah creativity adventurism or adventurousness yeah. bubbly personality like those are yeah those are great qualities I think that a lot of people look for in a date and, and potentially so for delving sure. more into the actual curation of the dates what do you think makes a first date super special
1: yeah, you know, I that's one thing I really learned with this whole thing is like, is almost like trying to perfect that first date, right? And I think for me, I, re- I do not like dinner dates. I hate dinner dates. Okay. I don't mind them. I don't mind them if it's at like the end after you've like maybe done some stuff together. But like right at the beginning, right out the gate, I think it's just like this weird back and forth feeling each other out, seeing how it is you know, going back to my horror story of talking too much and eating and and all that stuff. Maybe that just scarred me. Who knows? But I think for me, I think like a perfect date setting is doing something that there's something that you can both share your time doing or like a little competition. So for example, if me and you went mini golfing or me and you went bowling or something like that, where there's kind of this like third party activity to do to get So we can maybe bring out our competitive side and maybe some quirky banter and, and uh, maybe we make a fun bet or, or whatever. Like, and I think that distracts a little bit of like some, some of that awkward talk sometimes of a first date. So I think doing something like that and then, you know, after moving it to drinks or to dinner, I think that's like the perfect first date for me is some sort of activity, fun thing. And then yeah, dinner or bar. How about you?
0: I totally agree. I love an activity. I love a day date. I think, I mean, I've talked about some of my favorite first dates that I've been on before. And it's either something where we meet up and, yeah, have an activity in the beginning of the day. Or maybe, you know, we meet up for coffee and then kind of walk around a neighborhood and do something spontaneous. I really like, I like the the solidified plan. I like someone who's saying, okay, we're meeting here at this time and we're going to do this thing. But I think if you meet early enough, it's like, see where the night goes or the day goes and kind of, you know, living in New York City and growing up in Manhattan, it's just fun to kind of wander and see where you end up in a certain neighborhood. So that can be really fun. And then, yeah, I would say I've also been on a lot of fun dates where we go dancing somewhere. You know, it's like a fun cover band or more of a clubby vibe out in Brooklyn or something, which I did on on a date once. So yeah, I think exactly where you can have fun banter and kind of like have that little sexiness somewhere along the way, but also yeah. just have a lot of fun and like no pressure, if anything, it was just a great experience for both of you.
1: For sure, yeah. No, that's, that's really cool to hear. I, I have a question for you, cause I'm curious about this. When it comes to like New York, for like something casual, like nothing too formal, you have a guy just asked you, is it really common for someone to say like, oh, let's go grab coffee or oh, we should go grab a coffee. Is that really, really common in New York?
0: I would say, yeah. I think drinks are way more common.
1: Oh, it's drinks are like, more common.
0: Yeah, I would say okay. like, oh, let's okay. go out for a drink. I mean, this is my perspective. And I think, I think a lot of my friends would agree, you know, when someone asks them out for coffee, it is kind of refreshing because we're a very... socially new york is very i think drinking centric it's there's a lot of nightlife there's a lot of bars cocktail bars speakeasies the whole shebang so i think when we get asked out for a day date a coffee date you know something on a saturday or sunday it's actually really refreshing because a because we're so drinking centric it's a breath of fresh air to not have to actually go out for an alcoholic beverage And then two, that person is being aware and not assuming that the person they're asking on a date actually does drink because there are a lot of sober people and like the sober movement is a very big thing. And then three, I would also say a day date is really nice and also doesn't put pressure on a nighttime date for someone who might not want to have a kiss goodbye or go back, you know, the assuming you're going to go back to someone's place. And yeah. I feel like that kind of goes along with the whole, like, we're going out for drinks and then dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say coffee is really nice. And then maybe an adventure after that. And the adventure doesn't have to be, like I said, this whole plan thing. I think doing something spontaneous where you pick, you know, in the city, the West Village is really fun to walk around or maybe go to Williamsburg, get out of the neighborhood, like go to Brooklyn somewhere just explore what that area has to offer, like stumble in and out of shops, you could end up going to another place and grabbing a snack or grabbing an ice cream or something. And yeah. like along the way, the activity can just be walking and talking. And then maybe just taking in the views and like stumbling upon some cute places.
1: Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, I wanted to I wanted to know like, okay, that's refreshing to hear that like New York that It's still mainly around, oh, let's go grab a drink. I wasn't sure because here in the Midwest, that's like all it is. Like you never hear of like, oh, let's go grab coffee or any. It's like always, no matter what, like, oh, let's go grab a drink, even if it's in the middle of the day. That's just like kind of, I don't know. I, I think it's just that Midwest mentality a little bit with Montana, North Dakota, Wyoming, South Dakota, like even Minnesota a little bit. Just I feel like that's how it is. Like I've never heard someone being like, Unless it's unless they were like maybe a couple stages later after going on a couple dates with someone like oh we went and got coffee this morning or or something like that but like yeah I, so I, I just didn't know in like those big cities if it was because I know like coffee meetings in New York are a huge thing just like oh let's go let's go meet for coffee so I just didn't know if it was the same with dating so that's that's interesting to hear though
0: totally yeah and maybe you know I think I put it out there and I actually someone that I've been on a, like a couple dates with or supposed to go on a second date tonight, actually. But yeah. Nice. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about, he was mentioning over text how like last week, he was like, yeah, I actually like went out with friends and didn't drink. Like, is that weird? And I was like, not at all. I do that all the time. I don't always, <laughs> I'm not always in the mood to drink. Like I literally was pretty sober when I met my friends for SantaCon and like didn't really drink. I mean, I met them at night, but like I didn't even really drink that much and yeah. I don't know I just I usually have a lot of energy so I don't feel the need to use that as a way to gain energy or feel yeah. comfortable I feel pretty comfortable always so but you know that's not for everyone and a lot of people need something something to to hold but sometimes it's just like the actual idea of having something in your hand or yeah having a food or something to like make you comfortable before like it's kind of like an icebreaker. I think that's why a lot of people suggest some kind of drink or beverage.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That I mean, that's definitely like a huge go-to of mine when it's just like really relaxed. It's just like, oh, like, let's go grab a drink, girl. We should go grab a drink. And it's funny because a lot of my dates, or not, I shouldn't say a lot of them, but a handful of them, they told me that they took shots before our date because they just like wanted that extra like liquid confidence and I'm like that's hilarious
0: oh my gosh that's so funny so do I guess going off of kind of what I was saying do you believe in coming prepared to a date and I mean I assume you planned pretty much all of these dates but was was there an added spontaneity to any of them
1: yeah so I have all my dates plan the date because they know what they know what there is to do for fun in each state compared to me and like their towns and for me to try and like figure out what's fun in each state along with all my other stuff it just would be such a headache and also like i feel like if i plan the dates it's going to be your cliche like typical tourist stuff that like anybody can do where they know like all oh, the secret spots or the good places or all that or the hidden gems of the area and so i have them plan everything and then i sometimes will add in like a fun twist and nothing's ever really set in stone I mean, sometimes if we like bought tickets to something or we uh, made a reservation for dinner or things like that, then it'll be a little more structured that way. But yeah, we always threw in spontaneous things, whether it's, oh, where do you want to go and eat? Or, oh, hey, let's stop at this hole in the wall bar. Or, or like I would surprise them with maybe flowers or like a cool content idea I had and we'd go somewhere or, uh, or we had a news interview randomly pop up. So there was always like random things that would, that would happen throughout it. And we just kind of had like a game plan going into each one.
0: Nice. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's yeah, that totally makes sense that you'd want them to plan because yeah, you would just choose like what you would find on your timeout or, you know, your regular Google search. But yeah, it's funny because growing up in Manhattan, I feel like that's something that dates oftentimes say, oh, well, you, you probably know the best spots, like the local spots kind of thing and put it sometimes put it back on me but I always think it's really refreshing and kind of admirable when the guy is like oh don't worry like I'm picking a spot regardless that he grew up here knowing that I did I feel like maybe that maybe me growing up here puts an added pressure on him to like pick something really good so whenever I'm impressed they're like wow like got the Liana stamp of approval like that's really exciting (laughs) but no I mean and I always tell my dates I always say yeah, I grew up here, but trust me, I have not been to nor have I tried everything in the city. There is something new happening all the time, like yeah. new event ideas that pop new event companies and new spaces and new restaurants, new bar. I mean, it's constant. So yeah, there's no way I mean, then and then you have your favorite spots and you go to those constantly and you're like, oh, wait, I have to try all these other ones that keep popping up. It's just like a constant yeah. spiral. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah. Do, do you ever, do you ever catch yourself if you like are going to go on a date with a guy and he suggests a place and you're like, Oh my gosh, like just a place that you don't want to go.
0: Oh my God. I think that actually happened to me once there was, <laughs> I was living in this area called Mary Hill. It's like East thirties and twenties. And it's known to be very single centric, kind of fratty. A lot of people post-grad moved there and like kind of bachelor type like stay, you know, the like early 30s kind of mentality. But I was living with my best guy friend from high school for a couple years in that spot. And I went on a date with this guy. Wow, I totally forgot about this date. And he he's like, oh, where do you like we live? He lived close by, I think. And so he was like, oh, yeah, let's go to this place, Gem Saloon, which is like known to be I think it was a Monday or Tuesday too. And this spot is definitely a Thursday through Sunday, sports bar, sticky floor, crowded, totally not a date spot at all. But it was right literally I lived across the street from it. Okay, okay. So I was like, whatever, I literally have to walk <laughs> down the block like I could give a shit. And then I don't remember I think the second day, oh, we went to one other bar. And then the second day we went to, he found like a rooftop over hotel, like also near the area, which was cool. But then he like aggressively kissed me outside my apartment and assumed that he was coming upstairs at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday. To which I was like, no, I have work in the morning and he also oh. wasn't, wasn't a good kisser. Yeah, I've had many instances where guys like aggressively kiss me outside of my apartment building and then I just oh. turn them down.
1: <laughs> oh, that's tough. These do, these guys are striking out. Oh. This,
0: is, this is why you need to ask if it's okay to kiss someone. Yeah, like asking for consent. I think consent, it, it's never too much. I think yeah, like it's important to have that conversation, but like you just the person could just be acting nice, or like they might be a people pleaser, and so they're going along with it. I think as women, we're like taught to please as well, so it can be really tough for a lot of us to say no in the moment, but we like really weren't feeling it, and it can feel so uncomfortable. If the guy is like actually asking you, like I just think it's so sweet when like I had this happen to the guy I'm going on a second date with tonight, like. He asked at the end of the day, and I kiss you goodbye. I thought that was really sweet i like I wanted him to, but i wasn't I, like i wanted him to make the first move
1: yeah wow okay i got wow <laughs> that's that's very that's very interesting to hear see i've never i don't think I've ever asked i I like to say I'm a pretty like emotionally intelligent person where I can really tell like how we're feeling off each other, and so I would never wow. like attempt to aggressively kiss someone um if i like didn't feel like it was going to be reciprocated well and so i i never pull a move or like go in for that first kiss if i don't yeah if like i think i'm going to get rejected and so because i i oh my gosh that'd be so embarrassed i'd be so embarrassed if it was just like if, if i was just like if i was like oh yeah this is this is easy. I'm going to go up to her apartment and everything. And then I went in for the smooch and, and then she's like, all right, see ya. (laughs) Like, I'd be like, Oh no, just be, Oh yeah. I I don't know. getting like secondhand embarrassment off your story for that dude. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And
0: it was just like, it's one of those things where whenever a guy asks or tells me like, Oh, I'll walk you back. Like it's no problem. And I'm like, no, no, it's really okay. And then they're just like, no, let me walk you back. That is an indication for a guy to take the hint that you were not welcome.
1: Yeah, 100 (laughs) percent, 100 percent. See, and I I actually think that like most guys don't really pick up on those social cues. And and maybe I just like because because to me, if I was like, oh, I'll walk you home and you're like, oh, I'll be okay, Like I would immediately know I would immediately be like, okay, she's definitely not into it. 100%. 100%. But I feel like the majority of guys don't understand that. They're just like, oh, no, like, let me you know, they won't take no for an answer, almost. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So. I,
0: I also think it's funny, because I guess as, again, this goes to the, the New Yorker mentality. I'm very, I'm a strong person. I'm independent. So when I say to a guy, oh, no, no, like, it's it's really okay, like, or something like, you don't have to, like, you really don't have to, it's fine. That's like, oh, I would like you to, but I don't really like need your help. But if like you're gonna walk me home, like that'd be nice, versus, no, no, I'm okay. It's like a subtle difference, but I yeah, I went on a date last week and this guy literally just was like, Can I get you an Uber home? He literally paid for my Uber home on a first date. That is wow. I was kind of blown away. That's a (laughs) that's a bold. That's a bold and very suave move.
1: <laughs> that's that's hilarious that you said this. That's hilarious that you said that because my New York date in 50 Dates 50 States, I was talking with her on my podcast and we were like going over our date and everything. And because at the end of our date, we went and we were just like chilling in my hotel room and we were just drinking Bud Light seltzers. And we were just like hanging out after we had like our fun day of stuff. And, and at the end, like I was, I was super tired. It was like, I feel like it was like two or three in the morning or something. And I was like, and it's so weird because it was normally I would always be like, okay, like, let me take you home. Like I drive them, but it's New York and my truck's in a parking garage. And like, so it's different territories. I was like, I'm not really sure how this works. I was like, do you want me to buy you like a train ticket or like a Uber? I was like, I was like, but the train ticket, I I wasn't going to just like throw her on the train and say deuces. I was like, like, I'll ride with you on like the subway because I don't want you to obviously be alone late at night. I was like, so I'll ride with you to your place and then like come back or like I'll buy you an Uber Whatever. I think like since it was so late, like the train schedule or the subway schedule wasn't on at that time. And so I just like bought her an Uber and like walked her downstairs and then like hugged her goodbye and like said thanks or whatever and she told me that she like cried on the way on the way back to her place in the uber because she's like nobody does this in new york like no guys buy their date uber and so she thought it was so, so true she, she thought it was so sweet and everything she's like why can't there be more guys that do this Yeah, and i was like wow like I don't know I just figured that was what you did I don't I don't know but that's it's funny
0: so true that's adorable she sounds really sweet it's so true though I yeah I think most guys who do stuff like that or who are more chivalrous usually didn't grow up here guys who grow up here will treat you below the subway level
1: that's nuts that's crazy
0: Yeah, so you Midwesterners, you gather some friends and you come here and let me know when you arrive. Cool, awesome. (laughs) So, okay, wait, I'm curious what you did on your New York City date.
1: Yeah, we went and we hopped on uh, one of those like tour boats to start. And we, oh like, gosh, one yeah. of those big, like, ferry tour boat things. And we went. And and it sucked because it was, like, raining, which was mm. which was brutal. So, we, like, you know, we couldn't really, like, st- sit up on, like, the top. And, and I think we were supposed to stop at the Statue of Liberty. But since it was raining, we didn't. But we, like, rode by the Statue of Liberty, got to see that, got to see, like, the three bridges. Or maybe it's the two bridges. The Brooklyn Bridge and something else. I can't remember that. Um...
0: I don't know if you can there. see. I think it's the Circle Line ferry or cruise or something. Oh, okay, I've done it a few times, but gotcha. Yeah,
1: and th- and oh, saw yeah. like the Empire State Building. Yeah, like, could see that and and saw and then saw like is it like Governor Island or yeah, uh, Gov-
0: Governor's Island? Yeah, yeah,
1: saw that and so rode around on that to start, and then after that we went over to uh, Little Italy and we ate at uh, this really cool spot and like had some pasta and wine, and then. After that we went to a bar called Mr. Purple. I don't know if you've ever been there.
0: Been there. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Went to went to Mr. Purple. Went to that rooftop bar there. And then we went to the edge, that place that like overlooks cool. the city. Yeah, saw the night lights up there. Then we went to Times Square. And then after that we just yeah, we drank some Bud Light Selters in the in the hotel. And that was that was the uh the date and everything which was which was a lot of fun it was really cool to like experience new york with someone and because that was my first time ever there and it was obviously like very very cool you know
0: oh no way so what okay impressions of times square
1: well (laughs) like when i first saw times square i was like oh my gosh this is like the movies right like this is nuts but like they're just like times square and all around that area just there's some crazy people. There's just some crazy people. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Now I understand why people are like, yeah, you see everything in New York. It's just, It was just nuts. The, the things I was seeing in the characters and people. And, and I'm just like, wow. And I was surprised too. Like one thing that surprised me about New York is like, there's cops everywhere, but like a lot of them just let a lot of stuff go. Like there's some crazy stuff happening. And like and my date was telling me that basically cops are there for just kind of that, like, just that uh, that feeling that they're there almost a lot of times. So nothing gets too out of hand. And But, like, cops can't, you know, arrest people for everything there because there's just so much going on. And so, uh, but, yeah, Times Square was very interesting, that's for sure. The lights and everything was cool, but very tourist-centric and very, like, a lot, a lot of different personalities, you could say.
0: Yeah, that's definitely one way to put it.
1: For sure. yeah, yeah, I think
0: New Yorker, we avoid that area like the plague. So, yeah, you know yeah.
1: why. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that's what she was telling me. She's like, yeah, I never come down here. Most New Yorkers don't. It's like very, yeah, tourist. I was, I, it was funny because, and I don't think you guys have this rule there in New York now, but uh, when we were at Mr. Purple, we ordered drinks and then our waiter came over and he was like, oh, do you want, or what would you guys like to eat? And we were like, oh, and I was like, oh, no, like we just ate, like we'll stick with drinks. And he's like, Oh, no, you got to order food. And I was like, and I would just like laughed it off. I was like, Oh, no, man, we'll stick with drinks. And, and he looked at me and he was like, you're not from here, are you? And I was like, No. And he's like, Yeah, no, it's a law. Or it's like a rule. Like you have to get something. And I was like, What? Like that, like blew my mind.
0: Yeah, that was a thing they implemented for a short time during COVID because they added the open carry thing. And because So many people were just going out and drinking on the sidewalk and walking around with drinks. They wanted to ensure that people also had food in their stomachs. I assume that's why they did that, because I mean, I think the open carry thing was awesome. I mean, at least we have the outdoor spaces and restaurants now and bars, which is really fun. But yeah, open carry was was really fun. Gosh, gotcha, that's, that. that's good times. That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your best first date?
1: My best first date? Oh man, I I probably have a best out of my fifty dates, but I couldn't I couldn't reveal that. <laughs> um, I not You know, I I have I could name a, a handful of like fun. Fun dates on my on my uh, fifty dates, fifty states adventure that I thought like stood out really well, you know. And I think one of them being New York. I mean, New York for sure, like just because it's so different, and New York is so like iconic. And so um, that was one of them. I think Arkansas. Me and my date in Arkansas doing a lot with. We went uh, four-wheeling. We went and took a salsa dancing class together. Wow. We had like some really good food in, in different areas. I went to like her sorority, like formal thing and everything, which was really cool. New Mexico was awesome. I went and visited the White Sands of, Mex- of New Mexico. We went to um, this place called Carlsbad Caverns. It was like a national park, really sweet there. did some hiking california never been to california i was hyped to go to california and so like being in la and riding bikes on venice beach and like eating acai bowls and 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 having this amazing food and like checking things out and going to the hollywood stars all that was so cool so i mean those are a handful of dates that stood out and that were just like pretty impactful to me i think and i thought it was just a lot of fun
0: i love that so Let's move into kind of like the second experience that you're going to be having and version number two of 50 Dates with 50 States season two. So what do you think makes a great second date?
1: Well, a great second date, you know, I think a great second date, it's almost like getting to know each other more that I think that's the thing. Because I mean, if you do go on a second date with someone, I think that you've already kind of got past that like oh like knowing about each other or what you do for work what your maybe ambitions or goals are or like maybe some family or or are you a cat or dog person all those little all those little questions right and all those little things and then I think the second one's more just like getting comfortable with each other and it and then maybe the second one is more intimate in the sense of like maybe it is just a dinner date and maybe or maybe it is you two going to the movies or maybe it is something where just like Time for you to and, and not focused on more of those activities, I guess you could say. And I did think about when I was doing my when I like announced my season two, I did think about like asking one of my season one dates to be part of it. I was like, oh, like that'd be kind of a cool like twist in the rope if I asked one of my former dates to like be part of it. But then I assumed everyone would think that she was my favorite and that like, and I also didn't want to like be biased or anything like that. And so I'm like, oh, we'll do a clean slate, all new dates.
0: I was gonna, that was my follow up question. I was gonna ask that. So <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that,
0: that makes sense. I feel like, yeah, if you did like kind of a handful and handful not, but that's, yeah, easier said than done. And so much can happen in a year, obviously. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so do you, and do you still talk to a lot of these people?
1: Oh, yeah, you know, a handful of them. I usually talk to them for, like, you know, random things, whether it's, oh, if I wanted them to pop on my podcast or I need, like, a picture of them for promotional purposes or I did just send out, like, a bunch of uh, Christmas cards, 50 Dates, 50 States, like, Christmas cards, so send, you know, a bunch of them Christmas cards. And so, like, in in contact in little ways, you know, like, or if we're commenting on each other's stories, but nothing formal of, like, waking up every day saying, like, hey, or what's up, or, like, conversations and stuff like that. But – and sometimes, you know, I'll check in with them. Some of them will check in with me. Or, like, when I announced season two, a lot of them were – a lot of them texted me and were like, oh, hey, congrats. Like, you know, that's awesome, stuff like that. So here and there, you could say.
0: Cute. I love it. So how is the second experience going to be different? And, yeah, what are you kind of changing about everything?
1: Yeah. So the second go-around is – I, you know, I, I, opened up the date application for new dates to apply, or if like, you know, someone that would be a good date, people can nominate them. And I have, it's been less than a, or wait, it's today, yesterday's yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. So it's been a yeah. week, it's been a, exactly a week since I opened it up and I have over 2000 submissions, which is not, which is nuts. And so I, and I, yeah, so that's going to be nuts to go through and it's, and it'll still be open for another like two weeks a lot of submissions there but basically like the different thing with this season is i will be picking a winner this season i will be picking like my favorite winner type thing not not someone that i'm gonna be like oh like they're my girlfriend now or anything but just like i think i think like that really adds a piece like because everybody always asks me who's my favorite and the reason i never answer now is because i want to stay true to my word in the beginning because in the beginning i said like i wouldn't rank any of them i wasn't going to ju- or i wasn't going to pick a favorite least favorite stuff like that and so i want to like stay true to that but for this season i'm making it clear up front that i will pick a winner like who my favorite was who i had the best time with and so that'll be a big thing big change and then all just the other little details of like it'll be in new areas it'll be in new places we'll have like new date ideas and new activities new girls I'll be going on a new route new promotions for my followers new sponsors just all that new stuff will be be all the the interesting things
0: that's so exciting so I mean I feel like you kind of created your own reality show in a sense through social media which is so cool
1: (laughs) a little, little bit yeah I think like I I kind of have that approach and it's yeah it's very weird like my when people follow me or see what I'm doing yeah it's not just like I'm a TikTok person doing like dances in my room right it's like yeah it is kind of this like I'm building almost this my own reality show type thing and I think if I just keep chipping away on it because I, I really see I don't really see a ceiling to this I don't see like a I see this going for season three, four, five, six, seven, not with me in it anymore. I like, I think season two is my last time as like the bachelor dude, but I think season, I think season three could be a girl doing it with guys. I think a new guy doing it. And I become, I become more of like that Chris Harrison, right? Like to the bachelor, you know? So I think that's the, the big picture of it. And I, and I like, was a little skeptical, you know, this second time I'm like, Oh, do I get a new person to do it? Do I do it again? You know, things like that. Cause I want to keep it fresh. But the reason I want to do it again is because uh, last season was really like me laying the foundation, figuring out what works like growing a following. And so I just want to work on this season on almost like trying to perfect that and then bring in someone new. Cause I would hate to like bring in someone new while I'm still trying to figure it out. And then they're like, man, this guy's unorganized or what's this guy doing? It's like, you know i'd rather just have it figured out first so
0: that is an awesome idea i absolutely love where you're going to take this and oh, i feel like you. yeah and i feel like there's opportunity you know something i feel like a lot of dating shows or reality shows don't do is like exploring a lot of different genders also because i feel yeah. like we're in a very fluid time and i think it would be really cool to explore more of the lgbtq community having some different folks as the center spotlight and just doing a season on that too would be really interesting as well so I feel like there's opportunity for expansion and like really understanding different cultures and like all these states
1: oh for sure yeah and I, I completely agree that's where I think like there's a lot of value to this I just think that I think a lot of these reality shows now they grab five girls or guys from LA and they grab a handful from New York and they grab some from Dallas and some from Miami. And I mean, there's so much, there's so many more people out there in these smaller states that don't get a lot of love, like Montana and North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, like all those little states that, you know, people don't hear about that much, or there's not a lot of entertainment going on. And there's, there's still really cool people are really cool things. And I think if I can build this brand and this, type of show to a certain level that people can tune into they can see all that on like a something that brings everybody together and not just these certain you know these pinpoints on the map you know
0: yeah I really love that and also going into more I think you know because it is all first dates so what do you really want to teach everyone about first dates or first experiences in general
1: yeah I think I think like no matter what just have fun I think like that's what I want to teach people is just to like have fun on a first date. Like don't be so worried about, oh is she gonna like me? Do I look good? Oh, is he gonna is he gonna try to pull a move? Just like just kinda live in the moment and like have fun. And and you know, if it if you guys kick it off and there's a there's a spark there, that's awesome. If not, that's okay. I think like a huge thing we do now is we set expectations going into a date and expectations can lead to disappointment and so I think if we just like don't set an expectation we're just like hey seems like a great gal or a great guy I'm gonna go in with it and have fun and you just have that mentality I don't think you'll leave being hyped or disappointed I think you're just gonna whatever happens happens and so I just like want people to be relaxed going into a date and not think so much into it and, and enjoy themselves and have fun and like I said whatever happens happens
0: mm, yeah I love that I think I was talking about this in a reel I just did because that was one of the things that I really shifted about my dating life after my breakup and really what inspired the podcast was really shifting mindset around expectation and this feeling that, okay, when I go out with my girlfriends or, you know, my group of friends that... I have the expectation of meeting someone or the expectation that this date is going to be great. And, you know, we've had such a strong texting game or communication, like they're going to be great in person. Everything's going to be awesome. We're going to, you know, kind of like envisioning the future. And I don't think fantasizing is a bad thing necessarily, but I think putting so much pressure on the other person, first of all, is, is really tough for the other person. And also, takes away from the importance of you in the situation. Because at the end of the day, why do you care so much about what the other person thinks of you? You should be caring about what you think of them.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I completely agree. And I, I I think there's a lot of that, right? Like, I think there's a lot of that overthinking. And, and when I completely agree, I definitely don't think it's wrong to like, yeah, fantasize or like imagine what like could be or something like that. I just see, yeah, I sometimes think right out the gate, guys or girls will like set this high expectation or think they're the one or something or hope they're the one. And then when that's not met in person, it's like dreams crushed or, oh, dating isn't for me or, oh, what's wrong with me or, or something. And it's like, no, no, just like there's. I always like to say this too, like, cause I'll get messages from guys who aren't that confident or, or whatever. And I'm by no means, I need to work on my confidence too. Uh, a lot of guys will message me and say like, oh man, how do you do this? Like I'm not confident or how do you like talk to girls or I'm just not. And so for people who aren't confident, like I always like to say, there are, there are millions of people out there, millions of people out there that probably look at me and are like, gross, no you. I don't find him attractive. I don't like, no. But there's also probably a million people out there that are like, oh, like he's a good looking kid. And so like, and I say those numbers huge because there's so many people out there that goes for literally everyone. Someone who thinks they're just, they're just gross or they have no self-worth or that nobody likes them. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There might be a million people that don't find you attractive or might not want to date you, but there's millions of people that would. So just think of it that way, I don't know.
0: The reality of rejection is, yeah, there are gonna be a lot of people in the world that don't like you. There are probably a lot of people in the world that don't like me, that don't like my podcast, that think I'm a lot, that whatever it is, like, you know, you just can't think about and and really get in your head about like the two people. Or, you know, yeah. when you're on a dating app and you, you swipe and you're swiping on people you think are really cute and they don't match back with you, it's like, okay, yeah the pot there's a possibility they don't think you're attractive but there's also 10 plus other possibilities they could have a relationship they maybe never deleted their app you know they're they just haven't been on the app in a while they're taking a break there are so many situations and I think we always just go to the conclusion back to self as like oh they don't like us we suck
1: yeah we just assume the worst yeah
0: exactly and I think going off of you know, you were saying, even you say you're not the most confident person. So how did you really tap into your most authentic self? And like, if you felt nervous on a first date that you went on during season one, or if your date was nervous, like, how did you kind of deal with that situation? What did you do to calm down or help the other person calm down?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I think I, I've gained a lot of confidence through doing 50 dates, 50 D which, which is like really awesome. And I'm like really glad that's a thing. Cause that was something I need to work I needed to work on in the past. And I think for me, like going into each date, I just I had that mentality that I talked to you about earlier, just like, you know, go into it, having this fun mindset, relax, not setting these expectations. And I at the end of the day, like I kinda I am who I am. So like I I am my charismatic, bubbly, energetic self. And if one of my dates is looking for a guy who's like this more mysterious, athletic kind of douchey (laughs) vibe to them i don't know like some frat boy or some i don't know like d1 athlete or something that had as kind of a chip on his shoulder like that's not how i frame myself like i'm more of like i'm more of like just a big kid and and so if and some of my dates really resonate with that and some of them i can tell like you know and sometimes like i bring my dates that are a little more shy out of their shell because of my personality which i love and then others you know they they're just kind of like we just don't, don't uh, match that well or connect that well. And so I think for me, like I was never really nervous going on any of my dates. There was only two dates I was nervous for in 58 city states and they were for kind of outside stuff. And that was my Michigan date because we had like a TV crew that was following us around. And so like, that was nothing to do with the girl, just like more of like the setting. And then Montana, because that was my last one. And I just wanted to like I was like, man, this is my last date. Like, I want everything to go right type thing. I never was nervous meeting one of the girls or anything like that. I think for the dates that were nervous meeting me, I think they got over it pretty quickly based on my conversations I had with them through my podcast because they said that uh, like a handful of them who said they were nervous after they hung out with me for like 30 minutes, they were like, Oh, okay. Like we're good. Like he, he goes with the flow. He's easy going. He's not judgmental. Like it's, it, and so like, yeah, I think, I think my personality helped relax them in those, in those ways and anything like that. And so, but yeah, that's, that's what I would say, I guess.
0: I love that. Yeah. And I can definitely, I mean, talking to you now and like seeing your personality face to face, like you seem like a very easygoing and, Yeah. You're a very bubbly person. You seem very genuine. So for anyone listening, it's true. (laughs) Well,
1: well, thank you. I I, I appreciate it. You know, it's funny, like talking to some of my dates and I don't think they think this way. They don't think this way. Maybe some of them do. Who knows? But like a lot of their friend groups, this was like a common theme. A lot of them said that they thought that I was going to be, like, this douche when I showed up. Or I, and I think, like, I think they thought that because of just, like, this cliche, like, TikTok thing. Oh, he's this TikTok guy. or Oh, he's on TikTok and he's traveling, going on dates with women. And, oh, yeah, he's going to be – he's coming here. Like, I think they just kind of, like, made that judgment, like, off that. And, like, I mean, rightfully so a little bit, I I guess. Like, it's, you know, if if someone wants to say – oh, God, this this TikToker's coming who's traveling and going on dates, and I don't know. Like, you know, I can kind of see where they're coming from in a way, but then it's funny because after I meet them all, and they'll admit to it too, especially if we're drinking, they'll be like, man, you're not that bad. I thought you were going to be worse. <laughs> and, and you're not
0: like, that bad. Yeah, it's
1: like, I was like, I'm like, what do you? I was like, no, like, I, I'm pretty pretty easy going I like to think like people like me I don't I don't know but it was just funny because yeah, the friend group sometimes thought it was just like gonna be a pain meeting me
0: that's hilarious yeah and, and but, I think you know we live in an interesting time where it's we're all we all could be entrepreneurs like we all could start something and I feel like there's a difference between cockiness from starting something and confidence from believing yeah. in yourself and believing in what you do and I feel like if you are on a mission to help people and it's not just to gain personal exposure, you know, if you're not going into entrepreneurship or starting an idea with the intention of, okay, I'm doing this because I want to be famous. I want to be TikTok famous and that's my thing. So I'm just going to, you know, look my best and act my best all the time versus, okay, I am who I am and my mission is to help people in X and I just really believe in this and I want other people to, feel better about themselves too through what I'm doing. And so therefore I'm going to show up as the version of me that I always am and yes. have that shine through this the screen. And yeah, there are going to be a lot of people out there that don't like that. There's always going to be haters. There are haters on the people that have big egos on TikTok too because they're like, yeah. you're too perfect. You yeah. know, so it's just, you can never win. You just have to block it out and yeah. just be the best version of yourself. 100%.
1: Could couldn't agree more. You're always gonna have them, whether it's the beginning, the end, through the ups and downs. But you just gotta, you just gotta listen to yourself. Is is kind of and yeah, be authentic. That's that's my thing. I agree
0: totally. Yeah, it's funny. I uh, I wanted to share this story because this guy, I think I had mentioned him maybe on like the last podcast, but I met him at a house party and we like exchanged Instagram info gross but whatever (laughs) and um I was like all right dude so classic slides into my dms and he's just you know you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen and like this and that and I'm just like okay either this dude is like super avoidant attachment style or is all talk and no action or he's really insecure So, yeah, it was insecure because he asked me out for like Friday and I was like, I'm going out with a friend. He immediately assumed it was a date, which it was, but I didn't say that. I just Uh said friend because like usually I say friend, like sometimes I say girlfriends or whatever, but like I have a lot of guy friends too, you Uh, know, and I just, he texts, I get home from this date at like one something in the morning and he texts me. How'd the date go, LOL? And I did not respond all weekend because I didn't know what to say. And then I responded yesterday because today's Tuesday, so it was Monday. And I was like, hey, I didn't mean to leave you hanging. Obviously, my whole thing is like no ghosting. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) didn't mean to leave you hanging. I just like didn't really know how to respond. And I I just laid it out there. I was like, look, I am going on dates with other people. I expect you are too. I wouldn't be surprised if you weren't. You also don't live here yet. So, this really shouldn't be an issue for you. And also, I have a dating podcast. So, if <laughs> yeah. any of this is not cool with you, I'd rather know now. Yeah. <laughs> because honestly, like, I shouldn't have to change to appeal someone who has literally met me in person once. Or, oh. it doesn't matter, even if I've been on dates with them. Or I'm dating them for, like, two months, and they are weird about my lifestyle and the projects that I do. Like, no fucking way. I'm not yeah. going to change myself for you. I'm not going to change myself for anyone. Yeah. And he responds a little later, and he's like, no, I'm totally cool about it. It's fine. LOL. haha. I'm like, uh-huh. Sure you are, dude. Sure you are. Um, oh,
1: that's... So- that's-
0: you know what? I don't really care if he listens to this. If he hears it, I think it's hilarious, and it content. needed to be shared. It needed to be. Sh- it was. It was content. It was for the plot.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're like, I have a dating podcast. I need content, buddy.
0: <laughs> please, please give me something I can work with. Thank you. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> That's Amazing. So
0: funny. Yeah, but yeah. Is there anything else about dating or just like? being yourself or just like a piece of advice that you want everyone to kind of leave with?
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think we've covered a lot of it. And I think anybody who listens, are going to get some valuable information Well me and you and our banter. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think that, you know, just going back to a little bit on what we both said, just like, you know, you got to be yourself, be authentic to who you are. And I think a lot of the time I said this a little bit ago to somebody, but I think that you can't change to what somebody else wants you to be if that's ultimately not going to fit your lifestyle. If, if a girl likes D one athletes and you are not, or, or likes basketball players or whatever, and you are not a basketball player, do not train every day to be a basketball player to win her over and stress yourself out trying to like get her or whatever, when that doesn't fit your lifestyle. Right. And, and same from like a girl's perspective. If a girl says she really wants uh a guy that is romantic and genuine and stuff like that. And then the guy's not, you know, she can't just, she can't try to mix everything up to try to be that, if that makes sense. And so like, I just think you gotta, you gotta be who you are and the right person will come and be patient, be patient. Like I've never been in love, but like love or relationships or the one, it'll just like, it'll fall into place. Like it should, I truly believe. I mean, you hear bizarre stories of people meeting and, and things that I I remember this quick story. I remember my sister, her friend group of guys, they were driving on interstate one time and they were just like all going home for Christmas or something. They're all a bunch of bros in the car, just like being goofballs. Right. And they saw like a cute girl drive past them. So they just like speed up to like see or whatever. And the guy took like out a, a notepad and he like wrote his number on it and like held it up to her. While they were driving, she was like laughing, but she wrote it down. Those two ended up getting married. How, how does that, how does the universe all line up for them to be on the interstate at that exact time? And then boom, what if he would have hit an extra red light that day? That would have never happened. Wow. So I just think everything lines up like it should. And the one is out there. You just like can't force it. That's like huge. I think.
0: Oh, Wow, that is an incredible story. I think that, like, takes the cake on everything. Like, that is just, hands down, the most epic. The universe is putting you on the right path story. Like, you did, yeah, and I'm I'm the same way. Like, you got to trust the universe. And I have older parents that met later in life. And so that was, like, a big thing that I just saw growing up. I was, I'm literally the product of a random meeting just based on timelines in these people's lives through a mutual friend who had a crush on my mom consistently and persisted my mom and then finally was like all right she's serious about not pursuing me I have this great guy who was going through a divorce so like you just you have to trust yeah it's all about timing and like being open-minded but that doesn't mean that you need to like change what you like you know you can date different types of people but that doesn't mean like if your type is the D1 athlete, yeah. then, like, okay, great. If you want to try and date a guy who's a comedian or something, just to, like, switch it up, cool. If it wasn't your thing, noted, move on, you know? Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's okay to, like, veer from your path and just try different things out because you just never know.
1: 100%. Couldn't agree more.
0: Awesome. Well, I just have a couple rapid-fire questions, which I guess we kind of touched on a little bit. So the oh, first yeah, is... Heard. How do you get excited for a date?
1: How do I get excited for a date? Oh man, oh, I would say, yeah, yeah, 100% music, 100% music. That's that's kind of what, like, music always just, like, hypes up my emotions, things like that. So, yeah, probably just, I, I'd say music and, like, putting on something that I think l- where I look good, right? Because, like, look good, feel good. So I think, like, having some music, me, you know, jamming out and putting on something that I think makes myself look good, and I'm like, yeah, here we go, baby. Like that that gets me fired up
0: <laughs> I love it and what is your ideal date which we kind of touched on but the idea of like a, a adventure of some kind
1: yeah uh, yeah I th- yeah I think going back to yeah just like that activity or fun adventure that we that you could do that's not just like that specific dinner date or movie or something like that like I think doing something where you have something where that can be kind of competitive or make a fun bet like I said or and I think avoid anything where you, like, sweat. <laughs> like, I know, I know, like, on some of my dates when I was, when we were doing things and I was just, like, drenched in sweat after, I just felt, like, I just felt, like, gross, you know, because you're I'm all sweaty and my hair's sweaty. Like, I, like, did virtual boxing with one of my dates and I was just, drenched in sweat after because they're just like that that takes some exercise out yeah
0: <laughs> that is hilarious yeah definitely don't like chug an iced coffee before because <laughs> that will also make you sweat i've done this it was a bad idea
1: <laughs> oh that's hilarious no sweating on dates no sweating <laughs> no on sweating
0: dates. yeah you can't be nervous at all no um, yeah yeah i definitely yeah. got some really bad underarm sweat before dates anyway so where can everyone find you
1: I, I encourage everybody to to follow me on TikTok at 50 dates D states that's where I post most of my content and I'm content heavy on there but you know if anybody wants to just like check out all my socials just go to 50dates50states.com where you can see you know you can read a little bit about my journey you can see who all my past dates were who you know was in your? Who st- was the girl from your state? You can see all my other social media channels. Read about my journey. See some of the news interviews and press I've got, and and all that. And uh, get ready for season two.
0: Woo! I'm excited to follow along. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for being here. And Absolutely. yeah, this has been great.
1: It has been. Thank you so much for having me on. I had a, I had a great time chatting with you.
0: Awesome. Bye. so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode or this podcast in general, I would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate, and review below. And if you can think of anyone who would enjoy this podcast, please consider sharing it. As a new podcast, the most helpful thing is to grow by word of mouth. After all, who doesn't enjoy a good date story? Lastly, if you would like to connect with me, please follow me on Instagram at ghosts underscore of dates past. And feel free to shoot me a DM if you have a comment, question, or would like to be a guest. I'm always looking for new people to bring onto the show. Hope you all have lovely weeks, and I'll be back next week for another juicy episode. Bye for now.